Kick back and relax with Mark and Carol as they describe Beverly Hills 90210. So as you can see, this is a brand new thing, but also sort of an old thing. Carol and I have decided to spin off the 90210 series and do its own series itself, which will come out every Monday, as you can see. We don't have openings for this because these were originally part of the original episodes that we did of Massive Late Fee. So this is a brand new opening, welcoming you to the show. Enjoy this episode of 90210. 90210 this week, episode two. Yeah, so we got to watch the second half of the pilots. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it was a two-part episode. Oh, that makes sense to why it just went to all the things. So <laughs> to all the things, yeah. So when it went to the theme song or whatever at the, you know, at the... At the beginning of the tape. Well, mm-hmm. not the beginning of the tape, but after the first part right. that we watched. Okay, uh, that makes sense. All right, because they, they they do it on the tape how it would air. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting episode this week. Um, you know, it, it's so funny watching it now rather than watching it initially because, like, Brandon just attracts weird, complicated women. Absolutely. And Brenda just... Gets herself in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it, it was happening again. Like, okay. Brandon. They've established this early on. Yes. Still no Luke Perry. No. And very little that guy I don't care about. David Silver. Yeah. Oh, he remembered his real name. Good job. And, yeah, Brian Austin Green. Yeah. And no Tori Spelling. She's there. Why do you not see her? She was in this episode too? Yes. What the hell? She's she has no lines. Yes, She's like she glorified she, extra. She talked to Kelly. She she is not very prominent, but she's like with Kelly frequently. Whenever Kelly is socializing and it's not with Brenda, it's with Donna. Well, I don't see her. I'll tell you. She's she oh, I forgot fades, to point her out to She you fades into the background of every episode. Um no, but- she, she's allowed to do that because, as you pointed out last week, her head has not grown yet. <laughs> so she can just fade into the background. I guess I probably just keep looking for a giant nose, and it's not there. I wonder if she had a botched nose job. Yeah, I made that joke last week. You did? Sort of. Oh, my. I said if she had a reverse nose right. job. But, um, okay, so, Brenda. We, we left last time, and I don't know if I even remember to mention this. That her, she was sneaking into a club with her friends. Yeah, fake ID. And she got in and they didn't let the girls in. They didn't let Kelly in. Yeah. Because Kelly looks too young, apparently. Which is funny because Brenda looks much younger than Kelly. In I agree. Movie. So they let Brenda in, but they wouldn't let her friends in. So she's in this club by herself, which is just a bad situation. And some guy comes up and starts talking to her. And that was how the episode ended was her in this club. Right. Sort of. That's not the last thing that happened to the episode, but yeah. That's how um, her storyline ended. Yeah. So it picks up this week. She's in the club with this guy and does the stupid thing and gets in a car with the strange man. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I, I I mean, I wouldn't do that. Well, the episode opens 
with Brandon and Monica. Is that her name? No. Something. Oh, man. They said it so many times in this episode, too. Her last name started with an M. No, I thought her first name did. It was like... Well, then it was probably Monica. But it wasn't Monica. It was like a couple names, like Marie something. Mariana? Marie Calendar. Marie... (laughs) It was not Marie Calendar. Marie... Mariana. Mariana Strinch. Whatever. So, Mariana Strinch... The rich girl that he was talking to at her party last week. Right. They're making out in her hot tub. Yes. Yeah, she invited him over. And she's offering herself up to him. Yeah. How this happens to this boy all the time. I mean, even, you know, years later when we're watching the, you know, college years, he keeps saying no to sex. He's saying no to sex. He's starting now. Yeah. (laughs) Starting early, saying no to sex. But... Yeah, she basically, and he says, why aren't you playing hard to get? Yeah. Like, I I don't... I don't like that. I don't know why he's shooting himself in the foot, but... Well, what do you mean? What do you not like about it? That it's like the script that women have to play hard to get. That, you know, we're not allowed to want sex. I like how he's explaining it to her, too. This is how to be a woman. (laughs) Because I understand. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Yeah, her virtue is protected by him, mm-hmm. not by her. It is weird. I didn't think about it that way, but it is weird. But, I mean, yeah, basically she's saying, you know, no matter how she acts, she's always acting wrong. Like, people want her to be more outgoing, and she's too quiet, or they want her to be more quiet, and she's too outgoing, and, like, she just doesn't know how to be. Yeah. And so he's basically telling her how to be. It was a very, very weird interaction, but they, they made out a lot in the hot tub, but he did not sleep with her. And, um... So you can get back to Brenda now. Okay. Bre- well, Brenda goes off with the guy, and she tells him she doesn't have a phone when he asks for her phone number, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Who doesn't have a phone? Seriously. Unless you're a street urchin, you have a phone. Right. And she lies and tells him that she's living in a sorority house. Because he thinks she goes to UCLA. Right. And... She actually says that she's a transfer from Minnesota and that their whole sorority are transfers from Minnesota, which is, like, stupid and ridiculous. He must just really want her to be... I'm telling you that only horny men believe these lies. Yeah. So he drops her off in front of a library that she at first says is her sorority house. It was a church. Yeah, and then he's like, that's a church. She's like, oh, no, it's right next to it. And it, it is, I mean, to, to be fair to her, the fi by fo or whatever right. house, the fee fi fo fum house was right next to it. And it does give her the cover to, on their second date, be able to say that her house mother... <laughs> or no, this was her first date. The first date when he was trying to sleep with her. Because he took, I forgot about it, he took her back to the house. Yeah. Yeah, he took her to his apartment. And, and, um, it was a really nice apartment. Yeah. It turns out he's a lawyer, so, you know, he's got money, he's got a... 25-year-old lawyer. Yeah. Making money. Because, you know, he didn't have to, uh, he didn't have to intern or do any kind of, uh, he didn't have to, uh, what, they don't call it clerking, but associate. He didn't have to, like, he, in reality, in the reality of law school, he would have basically just graduated law school. And he'd be like a first-year associate basically making no money. Right. 
Well, yeah, and and also it's Beverly Hills, though. So I mean, you probably would make a little bit more money. Like we're we're thinking about people around here. Maybe I mean, may, but first year like associates, you know, like partners, they make a lot of money in law firms, but the the associates they don't they don't make they don't make what you think they make. They're not rich, right? But she has gone back to his the strange man's house, and they're making out, and he starts trying to take off her clothes. Yeah, she's like, "What are you doing?" Taking off our clothes. Like, hello, she's 15, 16 years old, you know. 16, um, but yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I can't do this because my house mother is really strict and I have to be back soon. Well, she said, yeah, and she says she, well, she says she has to be back soon. He says, oh, don't worry, Cinderella, I'll get you home by midnight, which I don't know how late it is at this point, but doesn't really speak well to right. his uh, bedroom prowess. <laughs> I'll be quick. Don't worry. <laughs> But just bend over, you won't feel a thing. <laughs> but she's she says no, and he respects that and stops. Kinda. I mean, they still keep kissing. Yeah, but he doesn't go any further, right? And and he, you know, he says that he'll go whatever pace she wants to go at, basically. Yeah, which at first I honestly thought was a line, but he does stick to that. And then he takes her out again with his friends. Yeah. So now she's at a dinner with other adult people, who. Want to ask her questions about her schooling. What's your major? What does she say? Astrology. No. Astronomy. Yeah, she says she's majoring (laughs) in astrology. And that uh, the moon of Vega is, I don't know. Oh, shut up. Pisces. I don't know astrology. No, astronomy. So then they're like, oh, that's a lot of math, isn't it? And then they ask her. Astrology is a lot of math, too, isn't it? Yes. You, you you go into uh, to that, right? A little bit. And yes, it is a lot of math. Now shut up. Yeah. Um, and very valid. It is. Uh-huh. It explains you. Right. Because it's not just a bunch of... It's not just a bunch of vague things that could apply to a multitude of people. You are such a Scorpio. You know, here's the thing about... What are you, a Gemini? You're not a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Gemini. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing about Geminis, though. Geminis are deeply spiritual people. They they believe uh, in the forces that work around them and the things that that some people would you stop can't explain. No, I'm just listen. That some people can't explain. They're very in touch with the earth. Uh, you you like to laugh. You like family. You like relationships. You like to be connected to people. Would you, you please you're shaking stop? Your, shaking you're your head. wasting air. You're shaking your head like all this stuff is wrong, but it could p- apply to anyone yeah, out I there. I know. I know exactly what you're doing, but th- you're not saying the things that define someone as a Gemini. Okay, what defines me as a Scorpio? Um, your like hard exterior shell, and you're you're just you're ready to sting. I mean that. I mean that is you're you're based off a of Scorpion. And it's true. I mean, God, I, I, I love you because you let me in there, but you have a <laughs> hard shell. It is difficult to get in. And, you know, you, you make it hard. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was your job. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so it's difficult to get in. Now, couldn't that apply to a lot of people? A lot, but not everybody. Just like... The duality of a Gemini does not apply to everyone. So what's your duality? I change my mind. You know this. I change my mind all the time. And and I can go from one extreme to another. I thought that's just to find you as a woman. Oh. (laughs) Let's get back to 90210 here, all right? 
Okay. So, yeah, he's actually a pretty nice guy, and he's taken her to dinner to meet his friends. They ask her what should be a simple question for an astrologer. An astronomer? God <laughs> Not <it>. an astrologer. <laughs> <laughs> and Which is, what is a black hole? <laughs> wow. Uh, now, you, you are not an astrologer or an astronomer. <laughs> no, I am not. What's a black hole? Well, I'm trying to remember what you told me it was, because I certainly don't know. Um, it is a star mm-hmm. that has, like, caved in on itself. Kind of, yeah. Collapsed star. And its gravitational pull is so big that nothing escapes it, including light, which is why they call it a black hole. Correct. That's basically it, yes. So Yay. you 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 described it, and, and she couldn't. I win a cookie. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know until you told me. She doesn't know you. When a star's so massive, it, it has to be a, a, a large star, and it you know it's supernovas, it implodes on itself, and yeah, its gravitational force is so great that nothing can escape it. So as you approach it. You know, you can you can sort of see the imprint of it. Uh, this is all theorized because no one's ever actually seen a black hole. So this is all theorized. Right. But but astronomers can see the effects of they. There are different parts in the universe where they think a black hole is probably here. <laughs> a black hole is probably here because they can see the effects of it, the gravitational effects of the things around it. So that's why they, they theorize that they're out there. And, yeah, nothing can escape it because the gravitational force is so great. And if you get close enough, you can, you know, you'd be able to see, theoretically, the event horizon. And the event horizon is basically the point of no return. If you pass that point, you it doesn't matter what you do, you can't escape. Right. Because light can't even escape. Okay, so she says... Mm-hmm. That it is uh, basically a hole in space. Right. <laughs> That's black. Now, luckily, they don't know the answer to the question they have asked her. Mm-hmm. So, she can get away with it, but it's a bunch bad. Of, a bunch of morons talking to another moron. Yeah. That's what this. That's what this dinner is. So, she, you know, makes out with him more in his car. Yep. Lies to him some more. It's. It looks like he... She says stop again, because it looks like I guess he's just trying to get lucky in the car I, at I this guess, point. I yeah. And uh, then he tells her um, to come up with something, because she's spending the night Friday. He doesn't even ask. He's like, you're spending the night Friday. I think he's trying to be cool and assertive. Right. He's trying to get laid. Yeah. Well, of course. So now she has this huge problem of trying to figure out how to handle this because... It's going to be the third date, you know. Yeah. So that is traditionally the sex date. Um, I, I don't remember ever hearing anything like that. Really? Really. Because that's been around for a long time. Really? Yes. Well, I don't remember ever hearing it. When did you hear it? When, when did you learn this? Because I, I got to tell you, we've been on a hell of a lot more than three dates. Yeah, we have. And we were on a lot more I don't know what you're trying than to, three dates. I don't know what you're trying to imply. But, uh, yeah, we've been on more than three dates. So take that as you will. 
I'm just saying. What? I mean, it was more than three dates, and I don't think that most people have sex on the third date. Well, I'm talking about the adult world. I'm talking about like if you're if you're 25, like he is. That's the expectation. I don't think so. Oh yeah. I mean, in the 80s, sometimes even sooner. What? Yeah. There was a whole movie called Casual Sex way back when. Okay. Well, yeah. It I've... goes through all the rules. I'll, I'll show it to you later. That seems wrong. Anyway. Three dates. Three dates. Traditional. So he, he is telling her they're having sex Friday. Yep. So now Get she's got to figure it out. Get your diaphragm ready because it's <laughs> happening. Oh, and I forgot I forgot about the, the cutest high schooly girl part of this flow was when she called him from the payphone. Yes. At school with all her friends around so they could hear his voice on his answering machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she calls him at work. And when they're like, oh, transferring your call, they all laugh and giggle because it's like a grown-up thing. You know? Right. Yeah, very <laughs> fancy he has an answering machine. And a secretary. Do you have an answering machine? Yeah. Doesn't everybody have an answering machine? Well, I, some people still don't. This, the, I mean, this... My friend Bill doesn't have an answering machine. Why? Well, there's some people that don't have answering machines. I guess now. they just don't care about what people are trying to reach them. Bill doesn't have a pager either. So when he's out, he you can't you can't get a hold of him. You, you can't just... can't page him. He can't. He doesn't know to use the payphone. It's what he doesn't know to use a payphone. Well, that's what a pager's for. What is wrong with him? Is he mentally damaged? No, I'm not saying he doesn't know how to use a payphone. <laughs> I'm saying if we want to get a if I wanted to get a hold of you, mm-hmm. I would page you nine one one because it's always nine one one. And you'd go to a payphone, and you'd call my house. Yes. He doesn't know to do that. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, yeah, because he doesn't even have a pager to begin with. That's what I'm saying, yes. He's okay. pagerless. But, but what you do then it's is... It's $15 down at Circuit City or whatever. What you do then is you go to the places where you think you might be. Yeah, that's what I've had to do before. Yeah. Drive around where you at. Isn't that kind of fun? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so... Back to 90210. Um, so Brendan apparently really... Yeah, Brandon is still his name. Really impressed this girl. Because she sent him... And what girl would do this to a high school boy? A dozen long stem red roses to class. I'm assuming this is another Beverly Hills thing. I mean, wouldn't you be embarrassed if I did that to you? Yes. There is that one day of the year in school... Where everyone sends each other flowers. Right. The sweetheart flower thing or whatever. But aside from that, yes. It would be embarrassing. Yeah. And I mean, especially a dozen. I mean, like one flower would be better than that. Sure. So everyone assumes that he must have really rocked her world. Right. And... They start asking him questions about it. And I'm sorry, I feel like this is her fault for doing this. Yeah, a little. Cause, and then he doesn't deny it. He says they're running on in the track, I assume I assume for gym class. Right. And they say, so, you know, what happened with you guys? You know, I saw the roses. What happened? And he says, let's just say that I did something with her that neither one of you could handle. Which was true. I, yeah. mean, he said, I think he said most men couldn't handle. Yeah. Which is true because what he did was resisted her. Yep. He did. So, that I mean, that is an impressive I'm thing. I'm going to tie your hands. 
That just came out of nowhere. What I'm gonna we... tie your hands what? to the chair. Why? Because every five seconds you're hitting the microphone. Bang, bang, bang. Talk with your hands more than an Italian. I'm gonna tie him to the chair. All right, La- later. <laughs> Tell your house mother that you won't be <laughs> home. Anyway. So, what were we talking about? I don't know. Now I'm all distracted because you're talking about tying me up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, the roses and the. Okay, so yeah, so he and, says yeah. that he says that he does did something that most men couldn't handle, which I guess technically is true because he didn't have sex with her when he could have. But they, of course, all take that as oh, you know, it was wild or whatever. Right. And then he's getting a drink at the water fountain, and some random guy just passes by and says, "Hey, I heard you scored with." Mary Ann or Marianas Trench or whatever her right. name is. I heard you got into Marianas Trench. <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, congratulations. He says, congratulations. Wow. Yeah. But the, the funniest part is that they have a radio station, which, you know, some, some high schools do. Our, our, our high school is not uh, affluent enough to have one. Right. But some do. It's K... WBH, mm-hmm. K West Beverly High. And they're allowed for some reason <laughs> from the st- the staff of this school, but we'll get into that in a minute what the staff of the school's up to. Right. They uh they're allowed for some reason to announce a wild thing uh you know, like the wild thing club or something like that. And they read off some names and then the guy says and the newest members or whatever, Brandon Walsh and Marianna's Trench. And, like, it's just they're, like, announcing these people have had sex. Right. It's weird. It is weird. I don't think that any high school would really allow that. Although. But, yeah, the the Spanish teacher comes in, is, is called into the principal's office. Because he wants to talk to her about how hard she's making her class. Right. He sits down. She decides to make him hard. <laughs> He sits down right right next to her. Knees are touching. In, instead of getting, you know, across the desk. And he basically says, yeah, he basically says there's a lot of no comprende going on in your class. And, you know, you need to change things up a little bit. And she says that in order to learn Spanish, you have to live Spanish. You have to breathe Spanish. You have to touch Spanish. And she takes his hand and puts it over her heart, over her chest. Mm-hmm. And you you can see, you know, he's he's quite taken. Yeah. So she says, let's check back in a month and we'll see how they're doing then. How the how the students are doing then. See if they've got it then. And like basically just like using that as like, you know, hey, just give me more time. Yeah. And then he says, How about Friday for dinner? And apparently she agrees. So it's very, very quick, but they try to get the adults in here, too, with the soap opera stuff. She, yeah, but I mean, she just manipulated the hell out of him. I mean, if he'd had blood in his brain, he would have realized what she was doing, but right. he didn't, so. Yeah, it's, uh, and, you know, like I told you, teachers can date each other. I think that's fine. But the principal dating a teacher, I mean, that's, that's, there. he's the boss, technically. It seems inappropriate. Yeah. Anyway, 
So that happens. And then uh, Brandon goes into school, into the hallway. Word has spread like wildfire. And we see Mariana's Trench at the end of the hall. And I thought Brian De Palma was going to take over the directing of this. And like in Carrie, just... Uh, <laughs> you know, quick cut in, 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 in to, yeah. to a close up of her, uh, of her face, you know, uh, all pissed off and stuff, but they walk towards each other and she basically tells him off, says, I trusted you. How could you do this to me? She punched him. Yeah. First thing she does is punch him. Punched him in the stomach, right? You knew that was going to happen though as she was walking. I knew she was going to hit him. I was imagining a slap in the face, but you know, a gut punch works. Yeah. That would have been more traditional slap <laughs> in the face. But probably harder to film. Easier to film her fake punching him in the chest or the right. stomach. I don't know. Though. I still think that it's kind of her fault with those flowers. She started the rumors. But she. But he should have just said we didn't do anything. Like I told you, we were watching. Would it. you? He should. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't give a crap. Every every guy in school is like, "Hey, that's awesome." Do you know me at all? Yeah. I don't care what they think in any way. So, yeah, I would have said, and maybe this is just me, but I would have said exactly what I told you when we were watching, when we were watching the episode. I would have said, uh, no, I didn't do anything. I treated her with respect, like a lady, because, you know, that's how she's supposed to be treated, and we like each other. Yeah. You know? So, I didn't, so, you know, nothing's happened yet. That's, I, that's what I would have said, because I don't care. If everyone's like, oh, you're lame and stuff, I can't give a shit. Right. So, yeah. So, but yeah. that's what I think he should have done. And um, so then he tries to make it better by going on this radio show mm -hmm. and fessing up. Yep. He tells everybody, you know, nothing happened and that, you know, he, he's embarrassed for the way he acted and all that stuff and that she deserves better. Right. And she still doesn't, uh, doesn't want to date him or anything. Well, she says that she's going to try staying in this weekend. Right. And he says, what about next weekend? And she says, call me. So we'll I see. think we're going to see more of Mariana's Trench we'll see. Down, the, I don't know. down the line. I think he blew it. I think he permanently blew it. And she's just being nice because he tried. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But he does follow Andrea home. Yes. Because he's trying to tell Andrea. Apparently, it sounds like there's something going on between the two of them. Yeah, well, I mean, Andrea was very upset uh, about the fact that he was telling everyone that he slept with this girl. He thought she was different, or she thought he was different. Yeah. So, yeah, she's very disappointed in him. Yeah, I think she has a crush on him. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he reciprocates that. Well. I mean, he did follow her home. She does look like his mom. <laughs> right? But, yeah, so he follows her home to try to talk to her, because she won't talk to him, and finds out that she does not live in the school district. No, she lives far from Beverly Hills. Well, they, they don't say where, but it looked like Encino to me. <laughs> Yeah, she takes the public transit bus mm -hmm. to her home. So. And teaches Spanish to everyone on the bus on the no, way home. No, I don't think she was teaching Spanish. I think she was practicing Spanish because, I mean, they looked Hispanic. Oh, okay. So I think they were helping her. I'm colorblind, so I, I don't see race. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm sure they were, but I wasn't. I didn't really notice. So um, they now have a secret. You know, he promises that he won't tell anybody. Do you think this is there. the start of the whatever bond they have between the two of them? Yes. Because remember, Kelly wanted her approval to go after in, in the season finale of the season that just ended that we watched. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, you know, she's on the 
paper and he's on the paper and she's kind of becoming one of his better friends rather quickly, even though it's a weird relationship. Yeah, they, they, they sort of they sort of allude to the fact that he and Steve talk a lot, but they're not super good friends yet. Yeah. They like every just every once in a while they're talking to each other. Yeah, speaking of Steve, the only thing that really goes on with him this episode is he is literally passing out pamphlets in the hall, or flyers in the hall, asking people 50 bucks to tell him who drove his car. Yeah, he wants to find David. The kid that crashed his car. So, then he had a... I still don't understand what happened with this car. So, I think what he did was, is he, he has an alarm to the car, and he has it hooked up to his pager somehow. I don't know how. But when the alarm starts going off, because David was looking for something, I don't know the what. cap. His friends, he had borrowed his friend's hat. Oh, and he was and looking for the hat. his friends ha- had his name inside of the hat. Oh, okay. So they wanted to get it back because otherwise his friend was going to get his ass beat. Gotcha. So they're looking for it in the car. He Somehow he has a jimmy where he just, yeah. he unlocks the Corvette that uh, that Steve drives somehow. Like every freshman walks around with, uh, you know, right. car stealing tools. Yeah, exactly. It was ridiculous, but especially in Beverly Hills, right? You know, they're 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 known for car thievery there. <laughs> anyway, so they they get in there, and then Steve jumps out because the pager starts going off because his his and he just stands up in class and basically says "aha" and runs out of class. No one says anything about that. <laughs> right. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's just Steve. So <laughs> he he gets down there and he thinks it's the other kid, the kid who, who disappears at some point in the show, replaced by Luke Perry. Right. And he's like, I'm going to kill you or whatever. And David says, no, it was me. And he says, you know, they start chasing. It's interesting camera work, like it's being filmed from a blimp. Because it's, uh, it's a head, head-on head view, yeah. like an Atari game or something. And they're chasing each other around the car, and he says, oh, if I have to work at McDonald's for the rest of my life to pay you off, I'll pay you back and everything. And so Steve finally, you know, relents and leaves. And his buddy's like, oh, that's the studliest thing I've ever seen. What, running away from him and, and begging to pay him off? Now, maybe, now, for, honestly, I thought he could have been talking about Steve. I, I don't think so, but... And the other thing, he could have been being sarcastic. I don't think so. I think he meant that David standing up to him was supposed to be studly. Okay. But like I said... Weird thing to say to your male friend. Right. Hey, I think there's some people in the classifieds that might be interested. But like I said um, earlier, he looks like a puppy. Yes. Like, I'm looking at his, his face when he's in college versus now. It's like the difference of a puppy that grew into, like, a St. Bernard. Yeah. Because he's got this, like, shrunken, cute little face. And he looks so cute. And you just want to pinch his little cheeks. And then... He, he looks very young. And then he grows up and his head gets all big and he doesn't look cute anymore. Yeah. His head almost matches Donna's. <laughs> Maybe that's why they did it. Right? <laughs> they both wanted someone they could find in a crowd. <laughs> so they gravitated towards each other. Brenda. Let's finish up with Brenda, because I think that's the last really bit of the yeah. story we have here. Yeah, nothing really happened with Kelly. Well, the one thing that we do learn about Kelly is just that her mom is a bee. Yeah, her mom is her mom's some sort of party girl. Yeah, the Brenda calls her at 6 a.m., 
and her mom comes to yell at Kelly for someone calling in the middle of the night. Yeah. And says, you know, we have our deal where I, I do my thing and you do your thing and we don't bother each other. Like, yeah. Whoa, what kind of mom? Call, uh, have her call in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so 6 a.m. is the middle of the night. Um, okay, so Brenda ends up going, she's talking to Kelly and she tells her that she thinks that she loves this guy and that she wants to sleep with him. So he takes her out to dinner and they're talking and she's like, I can tell you anything, right? Oh... No, Brenda, you can't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she tells him that she's a junior. Right. I thought she was a sophomore. She's a junior. 16-year-old junior. At West Beverly High. And he's quite angry. Oh, very, very angry. The waiter comes up and asks if she wants more wine while they're talking. He's like, why don't you check her ID? Yeah. Or is that fake, too, he says. <laughs> Best acting in the entire episode is that waiter with no lines <laughs> stands there for a second in this awkwardness and then just sort of spins away <laughs> and it's the be it is the best comedic time you've ever seen hilarious yeah yeah so he drives her home and and that's that's that that is the end of the 25 year old lawyer well, wait a second because she's crying yeah she's saying my feelings haven't changed all this stuff he's angry you know, well, let, let's see what oh, happens. Yeah. Let's see what happens when someone that you care about lies to you, blah, blah, blah. He's all pissed off at her. And then she says, and to think I was going to sleep with you tonight. And then he's pulling up to her house and he's like, wait, Brenda, wait, wait, a, <laughs> wait a second. Wait, let's Let talk about this. Let me walk you to the door Yeah, at let's least. talk about this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be the end of him or not. We'll see. But once he once he heard that, his his tone changed a lot. I don't think he would have slept with her. I don't necessarily think he would have either, but I think part of the reason he was mad is he's cause like, well, nothing's gonna happen with this kid. Right. Well yeah, I mean he put he put in, you know, a solid three dates or whatever. Right. <laughs> he bought her a couple fancy meals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he definitely paid for it, so you know, he should get it. Ugh. That's what you're saying. No, I'm talking of, I don't believe that. I'm just saying I think that's what he's thinking. Yeah, I, well, I agree, probably. But that is, yeah, that's where the episode ends. So we will pick it up next week.